Thank you for such a tender and beautiful call, calling our soul back to our Lord, calling our soul back to the beloved, uh, hearing that call, desiring that call, and uh, running to love. Thank you, Baki. Taslima Muhammad. Alhamdulillah. So today I thought being on the, the doorstep of Christmas, I thought we could talk about the beloved Jesus, alayhi salam, and I want to send my salams to uh, Sheikh Amina Taslima, to her beautiful community of Mexico, which has recently uh, offered the pilgrimage to the, um, to the Virgin, uh, in, to her shrine, and uh, to the spirit which is enshrined there of her, uh, the place where Sheikh Noor also went. We went uh, together, many of us, uh, and some of us traveled from New York and, and, and the early young dervish community in Mexico and Sheikh Amina, we went to visit and climb the steps of the Basilica to the Mount Tepeyac, where she appeared to uh, the one who is now recognized as a saint in the Christian church of Juan Diego, Hazreti, Hazreti Juan Diego, who, uh, to whom uh, she appeared, I think, three times and uh, became uh, through that appearance and, and through the spread of, of her word to him, became this protective saint, uh, protective presence over the Americas, over particularly among the poor, among those who had suffered at the hands of the colonial invading people. And now she, her, this manifestation, this aspect of her is spreading uh, throughout the world. She is being honored in that form. And, and it, which is interesting, it's, it's different to the, the Virgin, which has um, taken form in European imagination, which is more uh, her Virgin-like qualities, her virginal, uh, her, her, her light qualities of almost transcendence, um, including mercy, of course, but in, the, in her appearance and her latter appearance, in the uh, in in on Mount Tepeyac, she is more. Um, maybe she's closer to what she was originally. More this uh, beautiful soul who, uh, so pure yet so human, so compassionate, so full of love for for God and and uh, and that then transforming through her birth giving, through her becoming a mother, she became a mother of humanity. And this is what's so manifest in her as the Guadalupana. So Alhamdulillah, let's, uh, I'd like to begin with a few readings uh, from Quran. Remember when the angels proclaimed, O oh Mary, Allah gives you good news of a word from him. His name will be Messiah Jesus, son of Mary, honored in this world 
and in the hereafter. And he will be one of those nearest to Allah. Karabin, he will be of those nearest to Allah. He will speak to the people in childhood and in maturity, and he will be of the truly righteous. And Allah will teach him the book and wisdom, the law and the gospel, and appoint him as a, uh, as a messenger to the children of Israel, saying, I have come to you with a sign from your Lord, and I make for you out of clay, as it were, the figure of a bird and breathe into it, and it becomes a bird by Allah's will. And I heal those born blind and the lepers, and I raise the dead by Allah's permission. And I declare to you what you eat and what you store in your houses. Herein is a sign for those of you who believe. And I have come to confirm the law, the, the Torah, which came before me, and to make lawful to you part of what was forbidden to you before. And I have come to you with a sign from your Lord. So be in awe of Allah and follow me and obey me. It is Allah who is my Lord and your Lord. Worship him, adore him. This is the way that is straight and clear. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So this is uh, part of the, the mystery, the great mystery of Jesus. Uh, as he appeared uh, in that century and at that time uh, to those people who were uh, suffering under the the occupation of the of the Romans of a colonizing of a dominating uh, force, and he came to uh, make things easy. He came to relieve people from their burdens, uh, both by uh, as he said, making lawful what had become unlawful, so to undo. Uh, to bring about the divine pardon, the divine uh, forgiveness, uh, the divine opening, the fatah uh, and the wahhab uh, to humanity. And, um, and to show the way clearly back to the source that is also the greatest ease of course for us is to have the way to the source made clear. And this is what the prophets come every era, every eon to reconfirm and to clarify and to remove from the path uh, obstacles that have come into the way or distortions, uh, theological or sociological distortions that have come to make the way difficult to God. Uh, Ibn Arabi uh, was in a continuous struggle with those who would make the way difficult, complex. <clears throat> so the prophet too came to make the way easy. And um, in his childhood, 
So it said he will speak in his childhood. So presumably what we just read was a revelation uh, to Mary when she, uh, prior to the birth, prior to conception, uh, I, I assume that because it, it was the angel speaking to Mary, uh, bringing to her soul the, the, the beautiful divine message that she would have this child and, um, and giving her an idea of what this great child would, would be doing. And so, um, and of course, uh, the message said that he will speak in childhood and he did, as we recall, when she came back to her people with the baby Jesus, and they were astonished and dismayed and said, how could you coming from such a noble lineage have done this? Uh, and she had herself vowed uh, from the, the, the desire of Allah, a, 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 vowed a, a, a vow of silence, Jesus spoke for her. So, uh, may that be our case. So Jesus said, I am in truth a humble servant of Allah Most High, who has entrusted me with his revelation, manifesting me as his messenger. So how amazing that was, we might say, um, his first miracle. Well, his first miracle came prior to that, even he spoke to his mother when she, after she gave birth to him uh, under a tree, under a day tree. And he's the one we assume who told her, and it's recorded in Quran, you know, uh, grieve not, fool your eye, refresh yourself uh, with the dates falling from this tree and with the water under you, there was a, a stream flowing, uh, refresh yourself. So that was the first time he spoke to his mother to give her this beautiful counsel of how to uh, ease her heart and, and soothe her body, uh, refresh herself. How amazing, what a beautiful guide, what a beautiful prophet who immediately attends to the needs of his mother. Think of that child. We always think of the mother attending immediately to the child, well, here is the child who attends to the mother, and then who comes when he's brought into uh, the, her family, who calms their hearts and says, uh, what she says is true, I am. She is not, uh, you know, she has not done wrong. Uh, Allah has uh, brought me here as his messenger. And so he proclaims his messengership uh, we don't know, is it a day uh, after birth or a few days after birth that she brought him back? I, I don't know, I'm sure it's uh, somewhere in the oral history. Uh, but it's interesting, it's different to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, who didn't know he was a messenger. In fact, others knew he was a messenger. It said that when he was taken by his uncle, uh, Abu Talib on the journey to Syria in the caravan. And he, uh, at some moment, they stopped uh, in a place they would usually stop the caravan. And he sat under a tree. And uh, Hazret, the, I call him Hazret because he is his uncle, uh, Abu Talib, and the Prophet loved him. And Abu Talib brought him up, took him into his household after. Um, 
uh, after his grandfather had passed, his mother had, had died. Um, and uh, the, the monk there that whom Abu Talib would visit said, who is that sitting under that tree? And uh, Abu Talib said, oh, that's my, my nephew. He's an orphan, that's my nephew. And he said, he is a prophet. He said, only prophets sit under that tree. How amazing. And was it a mystical tree that he saw uh, a, a prophecy or was it an actual tree? I think it was an actual tree. And so the prophet was unaware even until he reached the age of 40. And that's when to him was revealed his messengership. But also he lived, he had 23 years of prophecy. Jesus, salam, they say had three where, where he went clearly as a messenger, but as we see already at, at, at birth, uh, he knew that. So alhamdulillah. Um, so we want to say here that as much as we delight and we should delight and we should penetrate and enter the details of each of the prophets, of each of the mothers and the messengers, um, we should not make an ultimate difference between them because they are the same light. They are the same light. The nur, the divine nur, uh, God's light sent into the world. And so it is uh, Allah revealing Allah through the mouths and hearts and actions of, of the messengers. And um, for that, it, it says, um, <clears throat> it asks in Quran that, uh, that we believe in all of them and that we make no essential distinction between them. So this is very important for our time. And I will come back to it uh, toward the, the, the latter end of this, of this talk. Um, at this time, we're studying the name Yarazak. Today, we, we are turning to study Yarazak. And so we will uh, hopefully together uh, disclose a little bit of the meaning of Yarazak and how it appears in Quran. And we know that uh, Maryam salam, and Isa salam, are intimately related to Yarazak, which is interesting. We know in our morning we're that uh, which has chosen, the, the peer chose uh, the ayat of Mary, uh, where she is enclosed in her chamber. And yet in that chamber appear all kinds of fruits out of season uh, and spiritual uh, gifts. And, uh, and when the noble Zachariah enters her chamber, he's surprised and says, where did this come to you? Because he was the one appointed to attend to her needs. And she says, it comes from the beloved who gives uh, bounties beyond measure, gairi hisab. And this is a very important understanding, the gairi hisab without bounds, because it relates to what our heart desires, which is Allah without boundaries. 
So the razak, the risk, is very much also related to the noble Isa, alayhi salam, uh, her child. And uh, in the last passage in the surah uh, table set, Maida, uh, it uh, comes the the scene the, in which the disciples uh, ask their master, uh, please uh, give us a sign, send to us um, a table. And so uh, I'll read that for you. Behold, the disciples said, and the disciples are called the white-robed ones. Isn't that a beautiful way? So they're not called disciples. They're called the ones who were wrapped in white robes. So of course, that's the, the whiteness, the purity of the heart. And, um, and the white, which is, you know, in a sense, distinguished from, from worldliness. So the white-robed ones said, uh, O Jesus, son of Mary, can thy Lord send down to us a table set? So this is a banquet table, a feast table, which eventually is called the agape, from heaven. So isn't that an interesting request of theirs? That, uh, And we have to imagine such a banquet requested by the disciples. What a what a request! What a beautiful request! Now we know that the people, the Quraysh, asked of the Prophet certain things, uh, certain miracles, but it was out of uh, unfaith. It was out of contrariness. They they wanted uh, the angels to come down from heaven. They wanted the book to descend. They wanted all kind of things, but. It, it wasn't uh, done sincerely from the heart. So uh, that was not, that was already given to them but they couldn't see it. But here, this is from sincerity of the heart. They asked for this. And Jesus answered them and said, so his first answer was, be in awe of Allah if you have faith. So in a sense, that's a kind of admonishment or it's also a kind of preparation. Then if you desire something like that, be in awe of Allah. That's that's everything comes from Allah. Uh, your 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 rizak, uh, your blessing comes from Allah. So, be in that state of awe if you have faith. And they said, "We only wish to eat thereof and satisfy our hearts, and to know indeed that Thou hast told us the truth, and that we ourselves may be witnesses." to the miracle, all right. So, so interesting that they, they, they wish to eat thereof. So that's the desire of both heart to eat the risk of Allah, the spiritual blessings and gifts that come with such a banquet table. And, um, and also of course the, the, the bodily, which are also divine uh, cravings to, to taste, to, to, to be filled, fulfilled. Um, and, and we've come across that in one of the divine names that Allah not only gives, but 
until doesn't cease giving until the person is fulfilled and content. And we remember in the in the surah and uh, to the prophet, and it says, "And I will give you until you will be pleased." So this is part of this divine abundance that would go with any banquet table. So there must be fulfillment and happiness and that they may be witnesses. So that um, points to their role that they will go out and, and, and tell others of this magnificent message that has come to them and of the, the miracles that attend this message and the proofs of the divine truth of this message. Said Jesus, the son of Mary. So Jesus then turns to Allah. Oh Allah, our Lord. So Jesus doesn't just say, let there, he could, <laughs> let there be a banquet table right here for my disciples. No, Jesus demonstrates uh, the truth of all the prophets that they are all direct channels from Allah, entirely dependent on Allah. They can do nothing without Allah. O oh Allah, our Lord, send us from heaven a table set, a banquet table, a feast, that there may be for us, the first and the last for us, without exception, a solemn festival and a sign from you and provide for our sustenance, for thou art the best sustainer. So that is directly the word razak. And Allah replied, I will send it down to you. But then Allah gives a warning that with all this abundance uh, divinely uh, provided, um, you know, don't turn away, don't become then people of unfaith, uh, almost because of the abundance. So um, the, this ending of the Surah of Maida uh, ends with this beautiful uh, vision of the feast for all humanity, really for all humanity. And so what is this feast? This feast is the feast of all souls, all gathering, all hearts in one great feast of love, uh, speaking the praises of their beloved in all their tongues, in all their native tongues, in all their forms, their beautiful forms that have been inspired to them, but all gathered in the unity of love. How amazing. And this is this time. We are in this time. Alhamdulillah. So to continue with, uh, with the, the life of Jesus, alayhi salam, um, this is the, the end of, 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 this is the gathering. I, I will read you that. Um, it said, one day, and that's the final day, Allah will gather the apostles together and ask, what was the response you received? And they will say, we have no knowledge. It is thou who know in full 
all that is hidden. So there again, they all demonstrate their humbleness and their not knowing. Uh, and then that is when Allah turns to Jesus and says, O oh Jesus, son of Mary, uh, recount my favor to thee. Isn't that beautiful? So in the gathering of all the prophets, Allah will turn to Jesus and say, O oh Jesus, address Jesus, son of Mary, recount my favor to thee and to thy mother. And then Allah says, behold, I strengthened you with the Holy Spirit. So you spoke to the people in childhood and in maturity. Behold, I taught you the book and wisdom, the law and the gospel. And behold, you made, made out of clay, as it were, the figure of a bird by my permission. This is what I read. And you breathe into it, you breathe into it. And it became a bird by my permission. And you healed those born blind and the lepers by my permission. And behold, you brought forth the dead by my permission. Amen. Alhamdulillah. So, um, and that's when the, the feast is recounted, the, the story of, of the, the banquet table. And, um, and then Allah asked from Jesus, oh, Jesus, so after all of this, son of Mary, did you say to people worship me and my mother as gods instead of Allah? And Jesus will answer, glory to you. Never could I say that. I had no right to say that. Had I said such a thing, you would indeed have known it. For you know what is in my heart, though I know not what is in thine. For you are the knower in completion of all that is hidden. I never said to them anything except what you commanded me, which is worship Allah, my Lord and your Lord. And I was a witness over them while I dwelt with them. And when thou raised me up, you were the watcher over them and you are the witness to all things. And then Allah responds, this is a day on which the truthful will profit from their truth. To them belong the gardens of paradise with rivers flowing underneath their eternal home. Allah well pleased with them and they well pleased with Allah. This is the great salvation, the fulfillment of all desires. Alhamdulillah. So let's, let's stop here and have our moment of silence and feel that we are in this great moment of fulfillment of the eras of all the prophets that we have attained and will attain even more the secret, the inner essence of humanity. All is before us, all is given, all is praiseworthy. There is a, a beautiful uh, account of the uh, 
of, of the last day um, from the noble Hazreti Abu Bakr Siddiq, who, who came with a dream about it. And it has come down uh, through generations. Uh, and, and that he says that all are gathered uh, around Allah, the, the mothers, the messengers, the prophets, the humanity, the believers, the lovers, the seekers, humanity gathered around the, the, the throne, around the magnificent of the, of the beloved. And uh, the prophets and all of those, uh, all, all peoples will be on, on different dioceses, it said, you know, the, the platform of honor. And, um, and yet the Abu Bakr Siddiq says that he sees that the, the diocese of, of the Rasulullah, peace be upon him, there is no one there. And so he's amazed that in this congregation, uh, he should be missing. And so he goes looking for him. And uh, he, he approaches close to the, uh, the, the divine magnificence. And there he sees the, uh, the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, in prostration. And that Allah is, uh, in a sense, transmitting uh, to his soul uh, words of praise, and this is confirmed by the, the Rasul, uh, peace be upon him, later that uh, he's transmitting to him, and the Prophet is in prostration, um, seeking the intercession, just as he was born in prostration. After his birth, he was in prostration. Uh, and he, it said that the first words that came from his mouth was Ummati. Uh, and this is recounted by Mother Amina. Uh, and so verified and recounted by one of the truthful ones, Mother Amina, his mother, his glorious mother, uh, that this was his state. And so imagine that at the end of creation, of this creation, he will be again in prostration as he was during his lifetime uh, and uh, from uh, much prostration. He was often found in prostration in Medina by his family and companions, uh, you know, begging Allah. And sometimes we know what he was saying and uh, probably more times we don't. But at the end, he is again begging for the salvation of humanity. And he said that Allah will inspire him in that great assembly with words of praise that he has not received before. So we can imagine the entire Quran and everything, all the words of praise that we know, all the divine names that are known. Um, beyond that, there is yet more, of course. And those will be given to him on that day to, to chant, to recite, to presumably also share with the entire uh, assembly of, of souls. So how amazing. Uh, just to take another moment toward or what we call the end of time on the great day.
So I'd like to um, say, um, to also share um, what Sheikh Noor has said uh, about Rasulullah uh, Isa and uh, something, just uh, a passage. And, and we know that the, that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, has said that he, he has confirmed the closeness of himself with Hazrat Isa because also of the time that they were the last two prophets. According to Ibn Arabi, there was actually a very unknown prophet who came in between, but let's say of the, of the messengers, uh, they are these final two messengers. And so in a sense, they are the, the voices to, um, you might say, unfold the scroll of creation completely or to uh, illuminate and to uh, conclude it, to fulfill it. And so this is why this time is called the fulfillment of prophecy. And, and um, Prophet Isa is often called the harbinger. So this is from Sheikh Noor's uh, chapter called The Perfect Humanity in the Atom from the Son of Knowledge. And uh, it's, it's very much about that, very much about this time, about also the, 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 the presence of, um, of, of, the, of the joining of the Spanish uh, Christianity with Islam, with Judaism, with these three great traditions really kind of threaded together. So here he says, Sheikh Noor, O Christ, the Messiah, your gentleness, which offered the other cheek, was the dawn of perfect humanity. The royal vestments of your mystical body which is our own spiritual body, glow with the morning light of universal empathy. O most beloved Muhammad, the new heaven and new earth inaugurated by the tender Messiah are now established firmly upon the base of your great love with the spiritual support of your beloved ones throughout 14 centuries who dance upon the sacred earth and within paradise simultaneously, remaining fully immersed as well in the formless garden of essence. Amen. So Sheikh Noor is saying that the, the followers of Hazreti Isa, Hazreti Muhammad, peace be upon them, and of course the mystic followers of all the prophets are uh, dancing on earth in the garden of paradise, and in the, the mystic, formless garden of essence. So they're both in essence, in paradise form, and in earthly form. This ultimate union of humanity with the source of its being is confirmed by consensus, by the collective agreement of the sages on this planet who proclaim the universal Islamic vision those who are versed, those who are adept, those who are in love. These intimate friends of Allah are daring, illuminated. So this is the dervishes, 
these intimate friends of Allah are daring, illuminated, realized. So realize this in yourselves, these qualities. They move forward with intellectual honesty, free from any limited pretext, free from any limited pretext. And this is what removes us from maybe cultural biases or cultural blindnesses. Any complicity with the world, expressing themselves through personalities that are provisional and dispensable. <laughs> so we do not, we are not attached, uh, let's say, uh, intimately or to our own personality. So we can give it up. It's a robe. It's provisional. It's useful and, and beautiful also, but not to be uh, relied on. The attributes of Allah are replicated in the entire being of such persons who have been made malleable by divine energy. Amen, amen, amen. So I'll read one more paragraph. O Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the image of seven concentric interior castles used by our noble mother Teresa of Avila, alayhi salam, expresses your mystic way of the concentricity of the soul and God. So as we know, the seven levels of self in the Islamic vision. You are the inheritor, admirer, and conscientious transformer of the mystical teachings and contemplative practices of ancient Christian 